to the Giggles Live Radio Network. on the ledge. Strange things happen with a cheese wedge. Wasn't Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd? Look, my neighbor's trimming her hedge. You're listening to Living on the Ledge with DMV Mike on the Giggles Live Radio Network. And you might be listening live if you're listening right this second. Oh, God. We haven't done a live show in so long. Yeah, we are live on the Giggles Live Radio Network. How ironic is that? I know. That's that's kind of a tricky situation here tonight. Oh, just rotating us up to another floor. Yeah, we're back out here on the on the ledge of the, the big tower here. And uh, I tell you what, you know what? I hear that... Uh, a little bit later in the show, Jim's going to join us, and he has a big surprise for the, the giggles uh, oh. for the tower for the tower crew here. So, oh, I'm, I'm looking we'll forward to that. We'll see what that's all about. So, I'm looking forward I'm to glad the, forward the, to seeing the wind died down a little bit here too. I'm kind of glad about yeah. that. Yeah, and then you're going to stick around and and do some uh, do some stories on the bus. You're going to hop on the bus, and we're going to drive around the parking lot a little bit, and we're going to talk stories after that. Yeah, so. me and Jim worked on it a couple of weeks ago with some. We used some Bondo filler, and we pulled that dent out of the roof. Remember, we had a, a Donner dent, I guess. Yeah, that's right. That was that. There was the one, and that that was. It turned out to absolutely absolutely be a reindeer. So we were vindicated on that particular animal. It, it, yep, we were. We we lived up to our promise that night. Yeah, it was very <laughs> very good, successful. Even though we didn't raise any money, and technically, you know. I guess the idea was to raise money, but other than that, it was successful. Yeah, I think it was just like a Las Vegas push. I mean, it was no money was raised, but no money was lost, and at least we didn't lose money. Yeah, as long as it's a money make uh, <laughs> a, a breaking even venture. That's why. <laughs> hey, did you notice that some of the goats from the yoga studio are? moonlighting over there by Home Depot out in Camarillo. There's a lot of goats out there. I was going to ask you about that because me and Maddie went and we actually got out of the car, took some pictures and looked at it. They had some babies out there. It was really cool. Uh, If you need a key, I have a gate key for that too if you ever want to get in there. I mean, because you can just roam in there. I mean, Do you really? You have a gate? Why do you have a gate key? Well, um, I was a key master at one time, so I'm a (laughs) gatekeeper and a key master. I thought that you. I thought that was the, your goat buddy that had oh, the goats over there. That, that is the guy that was wa- wanting to sponsor us for one of our um, shows. I think at one time, but <coughs> we, we, he never came through. I mean, it was wise for them. They, they have trailers set up. Like they actually, they, they actually camp out there to take care of the goats. For quite a, it looks like quite a bit of part of the day. Yeah, there's goats and sheep, and there's mm-hmm. even um, herding dogs. I mean, the, those. Um, I, I can't think of what they are. There's some type of a Siberian herding dog. I'm pretty sure I saw a rhinoceros too. Yeah, <laughs> just one though. I'm not sure if it was a baby, but it was it was pretty big. And they do have dwarf giraffes. 
Again, we're at the Camarillo <laughs> Airport and Safari. Yeah. Right off of, uh, come on. What's uh, that? What is that road? My storage is right over there. Yeah, that that's right off um guy. It it's um it's Springville. Yep, Springville. L- like like the Simpsons lived in over here. That's right. So yeah, go take Springville, go look at all the goats and the baby rhinoceros. And I know those aren't zebras. I mean they're just um horses painted with black stripes. I mean Yeah, no, those are the rental those are the Hollywood zebras. Yeah. They don't really use the real zebras. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you get done with that one, you can go a little bit further, and there's the aquatic park, I mean, or soon becoming the aquatic park, I mean. Yeah, I keep getting more rain, it's going to be an aquatic yeah. park. <laughs> yeah, and people are abandoning box turtles down there, I mean, if you look in that far corner. It's so crazy how much rain we got and how much different things are, because yeah. th- that's why the goats are over there. Yeah. It was like that grass was growing quick. Yeah, that was all kinds of vegetation out there for them. And they had just got it cleaned out, and they had took the goats away because it was all cleaned out. That's hilarious. And then just, I mean, once we got that storm and it, I mean, rejuvenation of yeah. flora and fauna. Job security for the goats. Good for them guys. Yep. That's why they won't let us let them, let them moonlight as reindeer on our shows. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I think that's what happened is that they weren't allowed to technically moonlight as reindeer. Yeah, that was a big, it's a big deal. They didn't have the right documentation. It's a, the reality is there, there's a industry called big goat industry, and there's a lot of farmers that have goats, not so many farmers that have reindeer. So the goats get all the protections. And big pharma is always involved in goat. Yeah, big goat, deals. big pharma, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Guys are all in cahoots. In cahoots with each other. Anybody with big, big box store, all those guys are in cahoots. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to conspiracies on the side of the building. Conspiracies on the side of the building. (laughs) Hey, um, let's plug a couple of things coming up. I mean, I know we have a a comedy show coming up on the 24th. Yeah, February 24th, we absolutely do. Yeah, Mark Yaffe, the very funny Mark Yaffe, is going to be joining us here in uh, beautiful Santa Paula at the airport. That's going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to that. And um, we do have a a reservation hotline now that you can call and reserve tables and everything. Yes, the we're doing reservations through the club so they'll know uh, where to set up. And, and then that way you can give your specific, uh, too many lines of communication you can still purchase your tickets at giggles live but to set up your tables ahead of time you can just talk to them and they'll you know we'll, we'll figure out the ticket stuff once you and then there. always as always you can buy tickets at the door too yeah tickets are available at the door They're a little more expensive but not a whole lot more no yeah i think it comes out to with the fees and stuff it's about 13 online and like 15 at the door and the 15 at the door i mean you might get a chance at winning something i mean from my treasure from trove, your pocket. Of, my treasure <laughs> your, trove of radio winnings. I mean, something left over from your pocket <laughs> from Friday evening. <laughs> my my, fav- my favorite thing was when we got rid of the pasta makers. I mean, it got rid of. I mean, pasta makers. I had one off the radio many years ago that were just sitting on the shelf. I mean, didn't uh, didn't we have a show where everybody got a bug zapper as they left and a bug zapper? I mean, we were <laughs> we were probably one of the first comedy shows. During COVID, to be giving away a bug zapper and a high fiver at the same to show. I mean, yeah, you know what they call that? They call the, they call us pioneers. Yep, they call us comedy pioneers, being <laughs> the first to give out a bug zapper and a high fiver at, at, at the, the same yeah. show. Yeah, it's kind of uh, ahead of our time. And um, hand sanitizer, drinkable hand sanitizer. We're, we're way ahead of the whole game. Yeah, 
Yeah, and all the litigation that followed all of that stuff, we made it made it through it relatively well. We stopped paying for the mailbox fee, so we we don't really know what happened to the litigation. The the one that I'll be wearing at the next show that we have with Mark Gaffey is I, I have my second place medal that I have for um, socially distant second place. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I took so many first, but I the, I do appreciate second place socially distant yeah, medal. That is that's pretty good. And I know I know Chuck Testa played a, played a big role in your journey as a social distancing pioneer too. Yeah, in the Empire. I mean, yes, he was. I mean, he 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 kind of got into some trouble there at the at the hardware store, and you know, it's a good thing that he has has you to help him protect himself. And and he had such clout when he would um, market our product line. I mean, it, it was nice to have a voice. He was kind of like the Eddie Bauer of our product line. I mean, yeah, he's kind of like a respectable version of uh, a respectable version of Eddie Bauer. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's why I was thinking when I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> and probably twice as fashionable, I'd say. Yeah, exactly. At least twice as fashionable. <laughs> twice as fashionable as Eddie Bauer. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's going to be a fun show, though. Mark Yaffe coming to the, the hangar. And then um, our big uh, sports shows right around the corner, March 19th. Got yeah. Got to get that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. I've got a lot of organizing to do to get that uh, back up and uh, not back up. I got a lot of organizing to do to get to get my head around that and be comfortable with that. That's going to be, yeah, we're going to be doing some overtime on that one. <laughs> That's going to be some giggles overtime, I think. But, but you, you've got some great stuff. I mean, I mean, you've been an avid collector for years, and you've got some great cards. I mean, and and the one that you showed me that I I saw hanging up in the studio here one day was you had a Bruce Jenner signed Olympian decathlon card, and I thought that was so great that you had it signed. As Bruce Jenner, I mean. Yeah, isn't that cool? I always thought it would be cool to get it, and on the flip side, maybe get it signed as Caitlyn Jenner, and it would be like a dual I wonder if crossover she card. Yeah. I wonder if I should send that to Caitlyn. I wonder if, I don't know. I don't know if I, I'm not going to carry it around with me. So. No. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> take, kind of thing you just you just and Take the chance of, of bumping in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bumping in, into each other and, oh, yeah, I'll sign that. Yeah. Although I have heard that Caitlyn Jenner shops a lot at the Camarillo Home Depot. I've actually heard that. Oh, really? I don't know if you've heard that, but I've heard I, that. I have not heard that. From more maybe. than one person. Okay, I have not heard that. I've heard Caitlyn Jenner and I've heard uh, Harlan Williams, the the, oh, the comedian actor, okay. is, is at Camarillo fairly often too. Yeah, Harlan Williams. My favorite joke of his is that old people taking a bath is soup. I mean, I always love <laughs> <laughs> Harlan Williams is so incredibly... Um, what's original. Like He's yeah. very, very... like. There's no way to copy Carl, Harlan Williams. Like there's a lot of times if you're out on the road with somebody, you'll kind of take on each other's characteristics a little bit if you're doing show after show with each other. But I can't imagine working with him and picking up his stuff or, you know what I mean? Because he's so bizarre. And I'd love to see him come out and do a giggle show. That would be cool to have him come out and do a giggle show. I really would too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe I'll try to wrap up a wrap into a um, wrap him into like a project understanding fundraiser. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. I just have to figure out how we can make sure that we make enough money to be able to pay him and make some money for project understanding. I just don't know what his ticket draw is in this area. So that, that, that kind of stuff is kind of, you know, I'd have to figure out how do I promote him being there. And I, I ran into a friend of mine who just was doing some 
work at is it Brian Kalen's house? Brian, oh Brian Kellen, yeah, yeah from um, Mad TV, yeah. yeah, over at Oxnard Shores, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just doing some work over there, um, some uh, glass work, um, windows and stuff. So, nice. I mean, and uh, he was like, "Oh, did you know that he lived out here?" And I go, "Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, yeah, he lives out here. We know a few people that have homes out here for uh-huh. sure. A few of them, <laughs> a lot of a few of the people that we know that are bigger names live, out, yeah. have homes out here." Yeah, at, le- uh, at least part time. Yeah, because I, I think Michael Keaton's just up the coast here. I mean, over in Montecito area. Oh yeah, a lot of them are in. Mon- if we're gonna count Montecito, then yeah. we've got Oprah in our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And Michael Keaton was always one of my favorite comics because I mean, as a stand-up comic, he was just off yeah. off the top. I mean, like Robin Williams, he was over the top. You know? Yeah, and he got out too. He was yeah. like, yeah. Once he started acting, he's like, man, forget stand-up. <laughs> yeah, it's too hard. <laughs> yeah. I think I think didn't he admit that it was too, yeah. just too hard? He didn't uh-huh. like it. And then, um, what about speaking of stand-up comics in Montecito? Did you see during the floods the uh, the Ellen DeGeneres standing in her backyard crying about the river taking her? Oh yard? no, I did not yeah, see she that. Yeah, like but... a video where she. I mean, I don't. I didn't really pay. I didn't hear what uh-huh. she said, but it looked like she was because she looked like she was crying and stuff. Oh okay. Yeah, so I was like thinking she was crying because the river took her yard. <laughs> and God, there was another one that had a house up in that area. Oh, Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller was up that way too. Another great comic. Oh guy. yeah, Dennis yeah. Miller and um, uh, what's his name? Uh, dang it! Why I'm having a hard time with names right now for some reason. He was one of the. He's one of the rednecks of comedy. Oh okay. Um, not uh, not Larry the Cable Guy. Ron White. Ron White, Ron yep. White. yeah. Yep. He is Ron White has area. a place up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. He's a Montecito guy. Jim, try, Jim, I should have Jim tell the story when he gets out here. Hopefully soon, we'll we'll see the bus pull up. Hopefully any minute. But uh, Jim, uh, he he gave. I think he gave Ron White a flyer and invited him to a comedy show and didn't know who he was. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could be, be mistaken, but that's the way I remember it. Yeah, yeah that kind of sounds like something I I would do because I think I've done that before too. Is I mean. Um, we'll have a headliner show up at a show and then I'm asking him, oh, um, would you like to take the seating over here? And I'm like, no, I'm going to be up there. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were the headliner. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> but you know what? Um, we've had some great comedians come in that their even their family, um, their moms and dads that show up were, were so cool, you know? I mean, because um, wasn't it Monique Marvez brought her mom out and her mom and my mom hit it off so well and it was just like oh yeah my mom my mom loves her I mean she was great I mean yeah that was great that Monique was comfortable bringing her mom and uh-huh. having her mix with everybody her mom was great yeah yeah and th- those were some of those shows were just really great shows those outdoor shows yeah I'm looking forward to going back outdoors hopefully hopefully soon probably not this one but hopefully soon. It's still sixty. It's still like sixty degrees at showtime yeah. now. That's, that's yeah. I, I don't. That's we'll chilly be, for me. We won't be ready for outdoors probably in, until probably August, where we start get, getting those. Yeah, maybe like May. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll play it by ear. We got to see too, because it's you know we got to make sure that there's still a demand for the comedy too. Yeah, <laughs> we've got a we got a lot going on. Yeah, I I think that's the the thing is giggles has so many directions that it's going. I mean that um, if it's not we've got something in March for the collectors expo, and then we've got 
a show every month on top of that too yeah. you know what i mean we've got shows march april may june we're already scheduled out and then i have uh um i plan on recording my hours at, in june i plan on doing it somewhere in ventura county although there's it has entered my mind recently to go up and do it in sacramento so we'll see oh, okay but yeah so so there's also that going on that, that's kind of cool the sacramento thing is kind of like a homecoming for you so i mean yeah and i think i could get like a small theater up there that's unique that nobody's done one at and i can probably get you know pack it out and probably do okay like i think it would be pretty good and a lot of people up there haven't seen my haven't seen any of my stuff and i'm down here developing it so oh, okay. it would be kind of perfect to go bring it up there and you know, pop it up there like that. So I think it'd be fun though. We'll yeah. see. We're, we're playing by ear though. I, I'm still planning on doing it down here, but that, it just had entered my mind to possibly do it up there. Okay. It sounds like a good deal. Logistically, it'd be more difficult to do it up there. Yes, but of course. I think, I think that, it, that I have a better chance of a good audience. And Jim doesn't like putting that kind of mileage on the bus. I mean, yeah, he doesn't like putting that much equipment on the bus. Yeah. And, you know, we got to have at least six cameras for that thing, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and the roof rack too i mean yeah the roof rack. yeah i usually stay on the roof rack i like to lay down on the roof rack and look at the stars go by <laughs> have you ever taken a train across the country or for like any like distance you know what the only train i've ever been on is that disneyland train and it it broke down right in the middle of that this is the Grand Canyon today. This is the Grand Canyon billions of years ago. Really? When dinosaurs ruled the Earth. That's the only train you've ever been on? No yeah. Amtrak? Nothing? No, that's the only one. It's just that um, oh that Disney train. I mean, God, we got to take a train ride up to Santa Barbara one of these days. It's not. And, it's only like 30 bucks. Yeah, and, and that's an easy one. And it's weird. I've just never been on one locally here. Dude, it's one of the... Okay, so... There's, well, actually, there's a ever, caveat. I mean, if there's a if it's if if the train's busy, then it's not fun. Like if it's packed, it's just like anything else. It's like being on a bus. But if it's if you have the space to have your own space, like um, me and my brother went from Sacramento. We took a train from Sacramento to Oakland, actually as part of a, a radio promotion that I won. Speaking of radio winners, um, we run. I won tickets to the Raider. We run tickets because he helped me write this script. Um, the, the radio contest, just in short, radio contest was write a script about the Raiders and then cast the the cast the, the players. Oh, okay. So we made a film called Raiders. Keep in mind, me and my brother are not Raiders fans. <laughs> <laughs> Commitment to Excrement was the name of our <laughs> film. And then we 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 had all kinds of... At the time, Ally McBeal was, like, super popular, so we had Callista Flockhart as one of the field goal posts. Oh. <laughs> we had, like... Like, we had all this crazy stuff, and the radio the radio guys just loved it. We had, like, Shirley Hempel as Art Shell. Like, we okay. all got... Like, we did as many old school... Oh, the best one. You'll love the best one was... Uh, do you remember Jim Plunkett? Yeah. Ron Jeremy. Oh, Ron Jeremy. <laughs> that was the one that won him over. <laughs> but, yeah, so anyway, so they sent us on a train. The whole thing was... They they were running a promotion where you take a train with some Raiders players from Sacramento all the way to Oakland, and then you had tickets to a game. So we had 50-yard line seats for the Raiders versus the Seahawks when Jerry Rice played for the oh. Seahawks. Unbelievable. I mean, uh -huh. like, this is the kind of stuff that happens in my life, right? And so, um, but we had, like, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of people on the train, and it was so relaxing. Like, we had, uh, you know, we were in the dining car, to, car and we had... 
you know, a table and all this space, and there wasn't. You and know, and was was your, did your brother get co-writing credit for that then? Or? Yeah, I told my brother. I said, I called him. I go, dude, there's this great contest on the radio. Come over, let's do this. So he came over to my apartment. We were both living in Sacramento at the time. He came over and we sat down and like pen to paper and we wrote out and we did like 22. Like we were like going along because I didn't know how much they were looking for. Oh, okay. For. I had no idea how much they were looking for. So we went long. Like we we cast everybody. Like anybody that's in the Hall of Fame, anybody with a name, we okay. had them on there. Like we had Ray Guy, we had all kinds of people on uh -huh. there. <laughs> well, who who'd you cast as Ray Guy? I don't remember. Oh. I don't remember Ray Guy. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of them, but I do. I, I remember the Ron Jeremy because they made a big deal about it on the radio. Oh, okay. And they used it as part of their. They ran it as a commercial for like that w month. What, what station? It was. Uh, I want to say KVTA, but that's not it. <laughs> I want it. Is it KHTK? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, uh, eleven forty in Sacramento. It, it was. It's a sports station. Or okay. Was. I don't know if it still is, but yeah. AM or. Yeah, AM okay. station. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Rise Guys, and then we won later. Or I think it was before that we had won tickets to um, to a Sacramento Kings game to where we sat in the second row. And me, our thing was never to get all dressed up for games or anything like that. But they had this um, this contest. This the biggest Sacramento Kings fan um, gets you know will get second row seats oh, for the nice. Kings. And I was like, dude, I'll. I told my brother, go. I'll dress like a clown and dance <laughs> for second row seats for a basketball game, right? And so we went like we got went and bought face paint. We painted, painted my face purple. Uh, keep in mind, this is not anything. I've always thought that was kind of dumb. When I see it on TV, I still kind of think it's kind of dumb. I wouldn't do it on my own. But for this contest, for those tickets, I was like, man, I'm going to show them, right? And we did. We painted my face. We went out and bought like a, a, a paper <laughs> crown. Oh. Like we, we went and bought me a scepter and I, I, a, a, a cape. And I and what's the going price for a scepter these days? I, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't know these days. This was 1996. I think. Oh, okay. And so uh, and so the um, so they introduced me, and the 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 contest was taking place in a boxing ring. So I had to climb up into a boxing ring, and then I danced around a, a boxing ring, and I ended up winning the seats. And then they asked me, they go, "Can you? Would you wear the our T-shirt, the, the the morning show's T-shirt?" And I said, "I don't really don't want to do that." And they said, "Well, will you dress up the way you're dressed up now for us?" And I go, "Yeah, I'll do that." <laughs> and so we just did it. And then from there, we ended up being in the uh, and this has this actually has a tie-in to giggles, by the way. Uh, so from there, we ended up being I don't know if you remember that full page thing in the magazine of me and my brother where we both were dressed up oh, okay. in paint. So we, we, we ended up dressing up because we promised them we would. They put us in the second row, and then they, the people were coming up taking pictures of us. We were on the TV, oh, telecast, God. all that stuff. But they, we had a big full-page thing inside the Sacramento Kings magazine where it was me and my brother, and it said it had a quote from the coach. It said, the fans are going to be crazy or something like that, right? <laughs> well, the cover of that magazine, the cover, here we go. Ready for it? I wish I had a drum roll on there. The cover of that magazine is a basketball player by the name of Olden Polonese. Oh, okay. Olden Polonese is going to be signing autographs at the Sports Expo oh, on March nineteenth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. And, and that's where I was just my mind was going that way because I remember seeing it was somebody from the Kings that was going to be signing autographs. I mean. Yeah, he played for the Clippers. He played for the Utah Jazz. He he played with. Uh, 
like he was on the team with Carl Malone and John Stockton, and like he's okay. He's one of those NBA journeymen, so he's he's a good autograph to get, and we're gonna have you know free autographs, and it's gonna be a good time. And um, what's the um, general admission for that? A uh, general admission is ten bucks, but if you bring a pair of new socks to uh, to donate to Project Understanding, it's we're gonna give you a coupon to get in for half off. You just okay. bring them right to the door, so we'll we'll have that all set up. So you just bring the socks and your five bucks. Oh, nice! And you'll get in, but you probably want to bring more money than that because there'll be some vendors having cool stuff for sale for yeah. sure. For sure, there's cool stuff for sale. Yeah, I'm I'm digging deep in my collection for stuff right now to bring out. Yeah, I talked to uh, Carlos Alzraki uh, for quite a well for a few minutes uh, yesterday, I think it was, and I found out that uh, Rocco, what his the cartoon character that he voiced, does have some Funkos. Oh, okay. In fact, he sent me pictures of them. So I've got to let our because we have a couple tables that have Funkos. I got to let them know. So just in case um, Carlos swings by that day. Oh yeah, that that'd be nice. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. So we're gonna we, we gotta we gotta work on some other stuff. We're, we're um, he's got a he's got some other stuff going on. So we'll figure that out. I don't know, but for sure, Olden Polonese, the NBA center veteran for, I think he was in the NBA for almost twenty years, and um, just a. So here we go. Check out. Check this out. This is how important he is to basketball history. This is his link to basketball history. He was drafted by the Chicago Bulls. And then traded for the bull for the traded by the Bulls before he played for the Bulls traded to the Seattle SuperSonics for their draft pick. Their draft pick hadn't played for the Sonics yet either. Their draft pick's name was Scottie Pippen. Oh, yeah. So he was traded for Scottie Pippen. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah. That's- so he's a, he's a significant part of basketball history. That's for sure. <laughs> and a great guy. I've been texting back and forth with him. He's really excited about. You know, coming out and meeting the people of Ventura and, and, and you know, new fans and, oh, okay. you know, That's basketball good. fans and all that. It's going to be fun. And and this is at Ventura Fairgrounds, and this will be in... Um, it's going to be in the Santa Rosa Hall. Santa Rosa Hall. Yeah, okay. we'll, have, we'll have some signage, so it'll be easy to find. Okay. You'll look for that. The Project Understanding van will probably be the best way to find us. Because <laughs> a- we're going to have that right out front for taking your sock donations. Oh, okay. Yes, new socks are, are one of those things that really make you feel human, you know? And, and so um, you can't have enough uh, when you're in an organization that's trying to give, you know, people hope and give people that hand up that, like, that's one of the best things that you could really give people is a new pair of socks because it just, you know, it's a great feeling. Uh huh. If you've never worn a brand new pair of socks on stage, I recommend doing it sometime. <laughs> Wearing a brand new pair of socks on stage is one of the greatest. You feel so empowered. It's it's a really bizarre thing. I used to always like wearing a brand new pair of socks on a wood grain floor that's been um, sprayed down with that oil, you know, that Murphy's oil soap. <laughs> I mean, you could get some slidage out of that. Like a bowling alley, you know who I got the new socks thing from was from Jay Moore, and Jay Moore got it from a rock and roll store like Steve Perry or somebody. Oh, like okay, that. yeah, isn't that crazy? But it is. It's a really crazy thing. Like you feel like a million bucks when you're wearing a brand new pair of yeah. socks. You know? A shower and a brand new pair of socks makes, yeah. a man, makes a man right there. Yeah, it is. So bring your brand new pair of socks and uh, preferably adults because we get a lot of kids donations. But the, you know, so preferably adult socks, okay. but obviously we'll take donations of all kinds. 
And um, we're going to head, uh, you know, it'd be a good time to, to take the lift down because I think I see that the bus lights coming on flickering. Oh. When those bus lights flickers, that could, that can only mean one thing. Yeah, that, ju- that can only mean that Big Jim is here and his, um, let's head back. Let's head down there, in fact. Let me see if I can, uh, maybe you have a better grasp on this thing than I do. Okay. Do- oh, nope, nope. Don't want to play that. <laughs> like the, that was me practicing my act. Was that was that Jim's in, intro? No, it was me practicing my act. I can't believe that's uh, on the board. That's terrifying. Yeah, if that ever comes go, up, that go, was. Go one more. Hey, I've been waiting all day to say this. Hey, Jim, nice jugs. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting all day to say that. Yeah, we've. Uh, I we figured out a way to recycle the used uh, the used wind, window washing fluid. Oh, oh, is that what that yeah, is? That's why it's blue. Water. And we can make drinkable water out of it. I like the idea. It's potable. Mm-hmm. Potable, potable water that we can now use for... That's nice. I like that. Oh, I thought it was potable. No, well, don't do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But At least not on the ones that still have water in them. That's like the, the circle of life right there. That, I mean, we're rejuvenating the water. I mean, just recycling it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gemma, how are you doing tonight? Oh, just fine. Yeah, you know, I decided to leave that. Um, I just stuck a, where we had the legs, the, the big dent in the top of the bus where the legs of the the uh, the sheep. Okay. Yeah, it went into the, we're, I'm just going to keep the sheep there as a horn, a backup horn. Oh, okay. It oh. kind of has like that Dodge Ram effect to it. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah, it just goes, ah, or whatever noise. <laughs> they go, bah, bah. He's dried out a lot too, which is good. Yeah. Not as messy. No, it, it it did kind of, um, kind of was kind of molten. Hey, were you guys listening earlier when I told Jim nice jugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes me think of when I uh, used to be a male stripper, though. <laughs> that was my first joke in comedy. My very first joke in comedy was my opener was, um, you guys probably recognize me. I it was a very long, long setup for the joke, but I go. I've been on the club circuit for a long time uh, as an exotic dancer. And then they laugh. And I'd say, the lap dances are $5, but to get me back up off you is 20 yeah. And it's a good opening joke. Yeah, and, it, and I did that for years and years and years and years and years and years. It's a goofy joke. <laughs> my classic is the Splendid Daddy. And people say, what's a Splendid Daddy? I go, just as sweet as a sugar daddy, but with one-third the cash. Right, 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 right. And then that was like, a, I mean, and that was when I, I ended up selling to somebody else. And that was their staple for many years. And Jim's got the, 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 the he brings his own strip bar, or his strip pole. Yeah, strip I got bar. my yeah. own strip pole. Yeah, because I started, when I retired, I took up pole dancing as a hobby. And now I'm hitting up the assisted living facilities doing a pole dance. <laughs> We really are like a disgusting version of uh, Magic Mike. Yeah. That's what we are. It's like the giggles. We've got to figure out. There's got to be a, a word for it. <laughs> there's got to be something out there. What, what's, a, what, what's another word for magician? Uh, unemployed? <laughs> unemployed comic not andy oh, not, not, not andy andy's yeah, andy. selling out theaters man. And, so andy's actually doing really well andy yeah he's been putting out a lot of good videos lately yeah i like his um <coughs> split man I, I i love everything to andy but the ladder i love that ladder thing he yeah does. that ladder one clack cracked me up yeah and he's just in there 
bugging people to, hey, let me just sell you a ladder. I don't need a ladder. He's got the paper bag and he pulls out this 12-foot ladder. I love that. He's such a crack up. But we love you, Andy Gross. We hope that you still remember us and those nights that he'd come and do our uh, our shows. Oh, giggles, yeah. Over at the hotel and over at the... He's been at the... Has he performed? Yeah, he, he was the first one we had at the... At the hangar. Hangar, okay. hangar yeah. Okay. I was yeah, thinking he, he did do the hangar. Yeah, he... He actually has done the hangar twice. Did he do my birthday show, maybe? And he did the October show, too. And he did another one during COVID. Yeah, I, I think Andy's kind of like our Steve Martin That's from SNL. Right. He's he, actually one of the long, what has done more shows, I think, even than Darren Carter, I think he's done more shows. That's right. He did the outdoor show, and I ex- I thought he was going to have all kinds of problems with the because the parking lot was to his back, and he yeah. did a great show. Yeah, that was, you're right. You're that was an awesome right. show. Yeah. Yeah, Andy, you're gr- you're great, bro. He's good. Yeah, I think he's actually one of the Giggles alumni that's probably done the most consecutive shows for Giggles. Yeah, he's done a lot, man. He's doing good. So I'm looking forward to Mark Yaffe. Do you know Mark Yaffe? Yeah, I know Mark Yaffe. I'm Facebook friends with him, and I'm always, he he likes my writing and my stuff I do. Yeah, have you uh, you've met him before, though, right? You've yeah. Been, oh, okay. Because yeah. I figured you probably met him like through Ventura, I'm sure, at least, or even through Andre, probably. Uh, no, I um, no, I don't think I met him. I th- I think I might have met him through uh, Carol Medcalf, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He was doing a lot of Santa Barbara stuff back before I even moved down here. I yeah. remember he was the only comic I knew. Well, I thought he lived in Goleta because his one of his jokes about how he works at the he was he had me convinced that he worked at the DMV in uh, Goleta. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, actually from uh, Sparks, Nevada, is where he oh, lives okay. now. I guess he was the first comic that I knew that was doing the thing about his kids being homeschooled and was talking about you know go in the home ec, home ec room and get your dad a beer or go in the home ec room and get your PE teacher a beer you know that kind of <laughs> stuff. So he was the first yeah. comic that I knew that was doing that kind of stuff. It was really funny. Um, we we did road trips uh, all the way up to like. Um, Bellingham, Washington, which is just like just shy of Canada. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty pretty town there, actually, Bellingham. Yeah, there's a lot of pretty towns in Washington. Have you ever been to um, what's the one that looks like a Christmas postcard? It's mm, what's the name of it? Leavenworth. Yeah, yeah. Leavenworth. They have, they, gorgeous. I guess I don't think I've ever. I, I was going to guess Springfield because I think there's a Springfield in every single state. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and but, even in Camarillo. No, Leavenworth is gorgeous. Oh, no, that's Springville. I'm sorry. That's Springville. Yeah. That accent. I'm going to see if I can find we, – we, we'll keep discussions going, but I'm going to see if I can find a, a live webcam oh, of Leavenworth. Of Leavenworth. It's so gorgeous. I think I'm, Why, I, Leavenworth, Kansas is a wonderful city because they got a big jail there. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. a that's – a, I think that's the only Leavenworth I, I know. I mean – Okay, yeah, here we go. Here's a okay, here's this is a this is a live cam, an actual live cam of Leavenworth. Oh wow, that is pretty. And then they still got their Christmas lights up. I it, like that. it looks oh, like God. a Christmas card. The place looks like a Christmas card. And, and that's a live camera right it's now. It's a live oh, camera God. right now. That's a beautiful place. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, that makes me because I used to like to keep my Christmas tree up year round until I started getting roommates and stuff, and then I had to stop doing that. Oh, you know what? That wasn't live. Yeah, oh. no, it is live. It was live from December twenty. Yeah, it is live. Okay, it's no, it started two years ago. It's been live ever since. And there's different angles of the town too. So there's a, there's a guy riding his bike through the slush. Look at that. It's such a gorgeous town though. So I lo- I love Washington. I could see if I didn't have kids, 
I could see myself like I was I was going to move to Washington when me and Rebecca got together. She her whole thing was I'll date you but you can't move to Washington. Okay. And I was going I was ready to move to Washington because at the at the time their their comedy scene was really hot and I had a following in Seattle. Like I had I was like not like I was popular but I was I seemed to be able to get heat with that particular crowd. Now now did the comedy scene pick up as the grunge grunge music scene was leaving Washington, the comedy scene came in. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I would say because Mitch Hedberg, Mitch Hedberg was probably okay. about what what kind of started. I think he was kind of why people started to, you know, gravitate. You know, Mitch Hedberg. I think Stanhope was up there. Uh, there's a lot of Seattle comics that are um, that are like Seattle specific that most of the most people down here would even haven't even heard of, but they're just amazing comics. Um, you speak of the grunge era. I've actually performed in Albertine, Washington. Oh, okay. I've actually performed in those a bunch of those little towns. Yeah, yeah and that's like um, where um, Pearl Jam and um, yeah. Nirvana and all those bands. That's where the house is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's no state income tax in Washington. I like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, and there's good, also. Uh, I don't have any income. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there's uh, Kirkland, Washington, where everything's really big and giant. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I love how we always go back to the taxes thing. I just did my taxes last Saturday, and I still end up owing the federal government three three hundred and thirteen dollars, and then the state end up owing me five hundred and thirty seven back. So oh, I don't know how that. Oh, wow. that's crazy! It's kind of like a push, you know, Las Vegas push. Yeah, I'd, I have to pay the state of California another fourteen hundred dollars. You know what? Um, you know what you would like in the Seattle area. Sorry, I don't know. Why I was thinking about this. They have a Boeing surplus store. It's a big, giant place where Boeing sells like all their old oh, okay. tools and stuff. I like for some reason. Can you see DMV Mike just spending every afternoon <laughs> there, like Norm from Cheers? <laughs> yeah, I can see him coming back with a like a, a seven. 7- 47 it just has like one problem like in the computer or what would you guys give me for that well you'd go in there and you'd get like bucking bars for a dollar like you'd really like a bucking bar like you couldn't get as refuse mail or as recycle you can't get it for a buck yeah but like they would have that kind of stuff and you can get old drills and you can get you would get like offset bits and stuff that you know because no tool chest is ever complete Right? No. There's always a tool that you're going to need for something else. And so it's always cool to kind of like go in there and look around. But I can see TMP <laughs> just kept finding a reason to have it all. <laughs> well, that's kind of like um, we used to have a ritual when my dad was around where we would go to Harbor Freight like one Saturday, once a month, you know. And his big thing was he loved getting the free item, you know, I mean, yeah. going in there. And then finally, I mean, when my dad passed, we went back and looked, and he had, like, that free flashlight. He had that free meter. He had, like, like hundreds and hundreds of these. Like, he was, well, it's free. I'm going to get one every time I'm in there, you know? I mean, it, Did you guys have a store down here called Wishing Well? No, no. I, I Like, uh, so the Wishing Well in Sacramento was, like, they had, like, a lot of little two-cent stuff and 20-cent stuff. Like, they had all these different, like, si- you know, and it was, it, uh-huh. was all, it was, like, you'd get the little tiny flip frogs for a penny or whatever. Oh, okay. But it was, and they wouldn't let um, kids, you couldn't go in there without your parents. Like, you, they didn't want kids in there at all, but they said you had to be, like, your parents within arm's length. And they would, they would go, if you weren't with your parent, they would send somebody over there to tell you to go get with, get with your parent. It was really bizarre. And so, anyways, 
that's what Harbor Freight reminds me of. It's like one of those places for adults. Did you, you go to Harbor Freight? Uh, everyone, I haven't gone there in quite a while. But yeah, I used to go there quite a bit. Harbor Freight's a great store. Makes me think of Radio, Radio Shack used <laughs> to give you a one battery a month. For yeah. The battery of the month club. The battery of the month club, yeah. I remember. Um, my dad used to be big on going to like electronic swap meets because he was like a hoarder of all kinds of electronic stuff and amateur radio and even um, novelty radio and collectible radio stuff. But my favorite thing is he'd always, um, he'd, he'd buy lots of stuff and he ended up buying a lot of like CB antennas for a car, <laughs> all these car CB antennas. And it was like a wholesale thing. And he bought it. And then he goes, "What? I mean, whatever we get for him, I mean, and he threw some of them out there, and I think he said a buck on him, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's always these people that would come by and was like, well, would you take 75 cents or would you take a quarter? <laughs> yeah. And my dad's big thing was like, no, go ahead and just take one. You can have it. And that would just insult people when it was like, when, when someone told you you could just have one and you didn't have to pay for it after you tried to... Um, chime them down on the price, you know. I mean, that was the classic insult. My dad's like, "Why don't you go take it? You need it more than I do." You know. I mean, that's a good. I, I used to love that when he would do that to people, and we would just laugh about that. You know. <laughs> I love that. That's a great idea. Yeah, so. I did that with a TV. I was selling at a garage sale, and then this guy, I had, oh, I had it for five dollars, and then the guy's all, "Well, I go, well, I'll tell you what, you can just have it. I don't want to get rid of it." <laughs> And then he wanted. To, then he wanted to make sure it worked before he took it. Yeah, <laughs> so kind of, <laughs> I mean, yeah. You can, I've had that where you put free and works, and you could put you put it up on the the curb, and then people come, still come knock on the door and ask you if it works. Yeah, like number one, this is my house. Go away. Number two, it says on the note that yeah, it works. That it works. Yeah, it, 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 I always look at it too. Like if you're you're getting something for free, it's your own buyer beware. You know, I mean. My grandfather could not drive past something that said free. He could not drive. If it said free, that's why he had a truck. He's like, I have a truck. There's no reason for me to ever pass something up that's free. <laughs> he used to come home with, he used to come home, like, he was like the fixer. He would just come uh-huh. home with, like, cabinets and crap that he didn't need. <laughs> and he didn't have room for any that, of it either. That was the Depression era. That, that's real common in people yeah. that were brought growing up in the depression because my grandpa was the same way yeah. yeah and he was probably like uh my grandpa where they would take nails out of the lumber and then yeah. and, and straight nails and i'm like oh yeah yeah i'm like that's extreme i go i don't have i don't have the time or the patience to do that you know i mean or, and then when they used to wrap uh packages had to be wrapped in twine yeah a long time ago for the post office and then they'd save all that stuff and yeah yeah we have a friend that still does that that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> he knows what glue smells like. Yeah. <laughs> no. I love you, Vern. But yeah, no, Vern saves the boxes. Uh huh. Vern saves everything. And then it's not a bad strategy. If you can if you can manage it and not go crazy with it, uh-huh. then it's not a bad strategy. Uh, I, I'm bummed that Vern's not going to be at your um, collectible show. Oh no, he's not. He's gonna be at he's a, got a, on a park. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing got the a big model fest down model there. Model fest down there. Yeah, he was yeah. telling me about that. You know, I was like, oh, I was bummed that he was gonna be here for. Yeah, yeah. I was actually at one point considering rescheduling because there was Vern and there was somebody else significant that wasn't gonna be able to be there that weekend. And I'm trying to remember who, but it was somebody else too. Oh, my buddy Mikey, Mikey, uh, Mike Gross, who does uh, Spar Star MMA. Oh, okay. So one of the things that we're doing. Um, and I guess I can talk about it, uh, is we're rolling out a, a special card set 
uh, with five up-and-coming MMA fighters. And so what we're going to do at the Sports Expo, probably not at this one because we, because number one, Michael's going to be out of the country, and number two, we've got other things we've got to concentrate on between now and then. But we're going to do a five-card set, and we're going to have the the fighters come out, and they're oh, going to sign the cards. Very, very It'll be like cool. a free signing. It'll be kind of like, hey, you know, thanks for coming out and, and supporting my career so next time we do it over two days we'll have two fighters there one day and three fighters there the next day or, or however we do it so that people will want to come out and you know get their card sets completed v- very cool very yeah cool. so we got that and it's gonna be good so we will have some fighters there still signing you know our buddy mark the menace young is gonna be signing on march 19th and we're gonna have some of that kind of stuff but we're, we're gonna you know definitely old and polonese for I, sure. I i do have a maximum capacity sign signed by mark the menace and you yeah get it maximum capacity 35 i think 35 people now you gotta get signed by olden polonies too yeah you know I, i'll bring a special one for that night because I, I think i've got one that um is um i think 400 and maximum occupancy 438 or something i'll bring that one down. just so you know olden polonies is seven foot two okay seven he's not he's not like uh, he's not like a basketball player, so he's tall. He's a tall basketball player. Like when he was out on the court, he was usually one of the two tallest guys on the court. I wonder if he'll help with the Vern secret big and tall. Uh, <laughs> we haven't found any tall people there yet. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna help us switch out some of the light bulbs while he's yeah. there. Yeah, but yeah, he's gonna be there. He's gonna be signing autographs. It's gonna be really cool. I've um, I'm actually gonna go check my mailbox tonight. I think. I have a bunch of his cards coming in so that I can make sure that anybody that wants to have an Olden Polonese card will have one and uh, should be good. And I've got him on all kinds of different teams. I got him on the Sonics, got him on the Kings, got him on the Clippers, you know, a bunch of his different teams. Utah Jazz, he was popular on the Jazz. Um, wasn't there a Jazz card out? Th- oh, no, the, um, no, that was New York Knicks. I'm sorry. I, Are you trying to think of it with uh, the Menendez brothers? Yeah. 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 Mark the, Jackson. Mark Jackson. That's who that was. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've talked about that a couple of times on the air about that, how the Menendez brothers are in the background of that. Yeah. There was another one that came up recently that I didn't know about. Oh, no, no. This That's what it was. It wasn't that. So um, the new products came out last year for um, the first year of the pandemic. Right. Do you remember how, you know, the pandemic, do you remember what they did when they had the empty stadiums during the pandemic? They sold cardboard cutouts of fans. So my brother, they had like some flash sale where they did them half off. So my brother got one of him and got one of his son and they, you know, for the Sacramento Kings games. So these new basketball cards came out last year, and my brother found a few of them with him and his son in the background. Oh, really? That's cool. Isn't that (laughs) That, cool? That would be neat to have. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell. If he Uh gave you the card and said, can you find us, you wouldn't be able Uh to. But he'd be able to show you where where they are. And I could tell because I knew the picture that they used. He sent me the picture that he used it. And I, I saw it, and I saw it on TV, too. They were actually, they're, they they've become big basketball fans. Um, they were actually at the Sacramento Kings versus whoever they were playing the night that the NBA canceled the games, the oh, very okay. first night. So they were in the arena. The players were warming up. My brother was sending me pictures of players warming up, and uh, and they canceled the games. And I texted him. I'm like, are you guys okay? And he's like, yeah, it's just weird. He's like, everybody's just standing around. He's like, nobody's leaving. They told everybody to leave, but <laughs> nobody's leaving. We're all just standing around. <laughs> and, and that was the night that everything shut down? That was or? when everything shut down. 
and I, you know, and that's when I lost my radio job right around that time. I don't remember the whole time frame. It was all very fuzzy. Early March, wasn't it? Early yeah. March. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird time for me too. I was going through a lot of stuff too. A weird, that was a whole weird time that whole time. Because I remember we were, we were supposed to see on a Friday night that week was Polly Polly Shore at Levity, and they had oh, tickets, and and they canceled that show. That was the first thing that. Um, That's right. Yeah. And they canceled it, and then even when they went back to reschedule that show, they canceled it again. So they got like a double cancellation on that show. And wasn't I with Paul, was it Paul Rodriguez or was it uh, Tommy Davidson right before too? Yeah. Like within a few weeks before. Before that, yeah. And um, and I was supposed to stop by Levity that night, the night they closed. I was supposed to stop by, meet with Tommy, the sound guy, to get my, to get videos. He, he had a whole bunch of videos of all of my performances at, at Levity. He went through and picked, picked, picked them all out for me. I think it might have been. And then they locked him out of the building. It might have been Paul Rodriguez because it was during the blood drive and everything that we did. Cause yeah. remember I was, that was February, I, I right? Was, I was Hemo Phillips for... That's right. Yeah. That the, was mid-February. Yep. Yeah. That was a great time hanging with, with Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, Paul, and he did like three shows there. In fact, I think he's coming back. I think he's coming back in, um, next month. I think he might be there next week. Next, he's there really soon. Week? I know that. Okay, it, it might be this month, then it might be next week. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, f- we did five shows together, and I think he's doing five shows this time. And he recently did the Ocean View Pavilion out there. By the way, the, well, we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> I was like, go oh, wait a minute. I can't start talking about stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what what all this year has for us in store has for us. In store, yeah. It's going to be very busy. I can tell you that much. <laughs> yep, it, it will be. Unless if they replace all the windows of concrete on the Oxnard Towers here. Well, did you see what they did with the um, fountain down below us here? We don't have a fountain no more. They get rid of the fountain. It's just a large roundabout. We don't have a fountain down there. Well, that's because people kept tossing goats and stuff in there. Yeah, I mean. Car keys. Making wishes and dropping goats off the top. Yeah, every time a goat splashed, they had to put more water in it. <laughs> <laughs> it was recycling water. They thought they were, they thought that they weren't wasting water, but you drop enough stuff in there, the water all splashes. The water will splash right out. It. You know, speaking of fountains, me and the kids have been going to Green Thumb on the weekends. That's such a cool place. You walk up and down that aisle with the fountains. You ever go to Green Thumb? It's, it's very relaxing. Fountains are very relaxing. They have a whole aisle of, of fountains, and it's like uh, it's very relaxing. They, they'll have them all turned on at the same time. So I, thought, I thought that you were going to turn on because we do have a giggles fountain around here somewhere. Yeah, maybe you could put puncture one of Jim's jugs. Yeah, and we'll make our make our own fountain. <laughs> we could do that. It's unbelievable that all the grocery prices are so. <laughs> Who's that guy? Dude, uh, get out of here! Uh, it's unbelievable. This isn't that kind of party. <laughs> what that guy's problem is. <laughs> and I think that was Terry. <laughs> so did you? You went to Santa Barbara and did some open mic. Last yeah, night? Tuesday. I kind of like this open mic in Santa Barbara. It's at this place called the Blue Owl, and it was kind of fun. The Blue Owl. Who runs that up there? Uh, a guy named Chris Williams, who's pretty funny. We have to get him at Giggles sometime. He's pretty pretty funny guy. Yeah, and he's got a he's got a good show going on up there. Yeah, yeah, good show going on, and he's a UCSB student. Pretty. He looks like uh, he looks. He's like almost an identical to Trevor Noah. Is he oh, okay. involved with the uh, with the? He's involved with pathology. Yeah. Oh, very so good. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, and then the um, I I thought I saw you on a poster for some bar or something up there. Yeah, I'm doing a show for our friend Sam. This is going to be a weird one too. Uh, for me, it's going to be a weird one. I, I understand that the world is moving faster than it was when I got married. 
Um, but I'm doing a show. It's called a spotlight, a stoplight show. And so like, if you're looking to hook up, you wear green. If you're in a complicated relationship, you wear yellow. And if you're taken and you don't want to hook up, you wear red. Okay. I feel weird wearing any of those colors <laughs> in front of an audience. Well, you just, you can be the rainbow one, you know. But then that might be, that might put you in another and, category and, altogether. And who's putting on this show? Uh, our friend Sam, who hosted oh, the, okay. uh, who hosted oh, on Thursday. I was pleasantly, she really did well. I, I'd never seen her actually host before and she, she kind of killed it. So yeah, I was very, good job. Uh, very impressed. Yeah, it was a good night. All the ladies did amazing. It was a really good show. I was very impressed. Our good friend Cat Wagner or Cat Alvarado. Well, <laughs> well, no, that's uh, yeah, the uh, no, the that's just like a. I get her confused for that that Wagner uh, group in Russia that's doing all the fighting for the mercenaries. Yeah, the oh, mercenaries. That's, that's where I got I yeah. got confused with the fucking mercenaries. <laughs> God. Oh, uh, yeah, I might actually go through and chop something out of the show for once. <laughs> you might have to go back and edit this. Yes, but anyways, yeah, and she's just. I don't know if you know, but that was all new stuff, and she freaking annihilated with yeah, it. Yeah, no, I was, I was I was pretty impressed with that with the show. So we got to start getting people up. I want to start, and then uh, there's a, c- a couple of really good people over there too. There's this one young lady over there uh, named Priscilla um, Gonzalez, I believe her last name is, and she's really funny too. And then the um, but yeah, but the yeah, Chris, it's a it's a good mic. It's a you know, and the audience is generally um, pretty receptive and there's not more than just comedians there because it's Where, a small the, place where's the place located at it's on Kenyon Perdido okay by the uh um which is kind of a funny thing because I should have thought about that at the the history of Kenyon Perdido is uh when the Spanish came to Santa Barbara the local natives stole their cannon stole the cannon from the oh, okay. army and uh that's the name of Kenyon Perdido means lost cannon Oh, the lost cannon, and that's where they where the fort was there, and then and then they put it in the water at the beach, and then there's another, and um, yeah. So anyhow, that that I think it's pretty one of Santa Barbara's funnier stories about the history of the the, the stolen cannon. <laughs> yeah, they've it's always stolen. been a little wacky there in Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara's got some one of the craziest towns there is. I've seen Santa Barbara go through more like identity changes than any other town i think yeah i kind of like the the pedestrian mall on state street though even though um you know put me out of a job but you know still i kind of like it though pretty it's turned into a giant like bar yeah it's turned into a giant like one of those we used to have a place called america live in sacramento i think it was kind of a chain because i know uh san jose had a place called san jose live and there was like a few different places like that and then L.A. Live is where Staples Center is. But anyways, but they were like a series of clubs that were all inside one, like kind of under one roof. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like a mall, but it was like a mall. Yeah, I used huge. to go there. Uh, so worked, cool. It was close to the hotel that Greyhound put us at there. And uh, Yeah, it was. It was yeah. right there by the, by the Greyhound. Oh, like, right. the, like the old strip in Vegas, kind of like. Yeah, was, everything. Yeah. yeah, they had all kinds of stuff in there. And there was like a couple of nightclubs and there was a comedy club. There was there. a, comedy, a club. comedy club a couple of times. John Sally did comedy at that comedy okay. club. Yeah. I don't remember who I saw there, but it was, you know, there was a few people. The very top was... Um, the very top was like a nightclub nightclub where it was just like good like dance music 
and then the the floor underneath that it was, i believe it was five levels the floor underneath that had um the floor underneath that had the that's where the comedy club there was also a piano bar on that floor and there was something else on that floor and then underneath that there was a um there was like a big bar there was um, kind of like a Dave and Buster's area where there was a bunch of video games. And this was in Santa Barbara? Like, no, this is no, in Sacramento. Oh, Sacramento, okay. And then the basement was this the, one of the biggest country bars you've ever seen in your life. And it was just like, but it was just layer after layer of nightclubs. Oh, God. So like you get in, like you'd go and you'd get in and you'd go, okay, well, tonight the country bar, there's not a lot going on or whatever, you know. But we would go from, we would just go through them all. We just, all we would do is just do a walking route, go th- walk through them all. I only went there, <laughs> when I went there... A couple guys I worked with, they went there because they were they they like to dance, yeah. And they would go up to some like I don't know where, but I always go to the comedy club, and then they would go to the dance, and then probably know. the top floor. Yeah, they even had escalators inside the nightclub yeah. to go up to where the comedy club and all that was. Oh, it was okay. a really cool, really big, cool place, and then it became a Hard Rock, which somehow was oddly way smaller, but it became a Hard Rock, and then um, yeah, I didn't, didn't see the it Hard Rock. I didn't see it when it was a hard rock. Then they moved this to a, uh, they moved this to another hotel that was like way out. And, um, I think it was in, um, the town where Hunter Hills, the weatherman at. Oh, in Galt. Wow. That's a hall. No, no, not Galt. Uh, West Sack. Um, Eagle. Well, West Sack is where the garage is for the buses. Oh, Elk Grove. Elk Grove. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter Hill is now the, the weather station is now in, uh, Galt. Galt. Yeah. Cause the, uh, cause Elk Grove, the, the station got flooded out. Wow. Oh, okay. So that's not really, that's not really why Hunter moved. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter's now in Galt. <laughs> yeah, well, Galt's a little bit further south than um, a little bit further south than Elk Grove from Sacramento, I believe. Yeah, probably about another half hour south. Yeah, it, is, hour is Hunter coming down here in March on the nineteenth or? Um, no, not no. on the nineteenth. No. What? Oh, you know, you were talking about earlier about you never been on a train, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the uh, now there's something interesting in Santa Barbara thinking about this, how the cities have these different kind of cultural things is they were putting liquor licenses in this one particular area close to the train station in Santa Barbara so that people would come up in the train and then they would, wouldn't have to drive to go. And then like, so they would go and get drunk and oh, you know, go hit all the bars up down around uh-huh. the train station. So I thought, figured it was either just like ingenious planning to keep people from drunk driving or uh, like they just wanted to send trainfuls of drunk people throughout <laughs> yeah. California. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's the. Uh, it's kind of interesting. These different cities get these different things going on, you know, and then so. But I find it fascinating. But that place in Sacramento was pretty cool. Yeah. And also Seattle, there was a comedy club. I went to Seattle in Seattle by the Space Needle. Right. Was it the Comedy Underground? Yeah, but it was un- it was in like a, and supposedly it was a bomb shelter or something. Yeah, that might have been the Comedy Underground. Yeah. Was it inside of a restaurant called Swanee's? I I remember it being in what looked like a bomb shelter. It was like inside of it was under it was like under the ground. Oh yeah. Well, that's why it's called the Comedy Underground. Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) There's because the 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 Comedy Underground is that close that just closed during COVID, and then there was a Tacoma Underground as well, and it used to be kind of cool because you'd go up and do both. Yeah. You just stay up in the Northwest for a few days in between. Yeah. Well, I guess you could be homeless and nobody would notice you with all the homeless people there probably. Oh, now, yeah. Yeah, you could blend. That's crazy. Blend in with everybody. 
Yeah, I'm terrified to go to Seattle and see what. It, like, I've had people tell me that that San Francisco would be, it's kind of hard to look at, and Sacramento is hard to look at, and it's. I think there's even parts of downtown LA anymore. I mean, that are like that too. There's no place on LA that doesn't have a, a somebody living on. It. I have to go to LA tomorrow for my comedy class, and it's. But I was thinking about going down there earlier and hitting up the fourth wall, my couple, fourth wall and stuff, and then. Um, and then go to my comedy writing class, and it's in North Hollywood. And then the, but I'm still kind of like nervous going down, you know, because I just, you know, I just haven't been there for so long. Yeah. <laughs> Two, and then also because I'm kind of, and then I'm, yeah, so yeah, it's, but every single block has a homeless person. But the whole thing too is when you're older and you, you have to, you have mobility issues, you got to kind of think about, oh man, I hope I don't get robbed or something. Yeah. But, but, yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get a uh, like a buddy to travel with. That's what you need. Yeah, or my, uh, yeah, or like be like my dad. My dad used to always have a thousand dollars in his wallet, so that he wouldn't, that people wouldn't kill him if they robbed him. <laughs> 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 I don't, I'm not sure how that was gonna work, but <laughs> I, well, that was he figured he didn't, you know, he, he wanted to, you know, that, that would the person would be happy and wouldn't just randomly shoot him. To be like, man, this is amazing. I think it would have an opposite effect. I think they would go, oh my the, God, this is somebody important. Yeah. yeah. I, got, I got robbed one time and then the guy didn't like my watch and he took my watch. He like actually slipped his hand into my, onto like this, like, and then my oh. Timex watch and he, he, it fell off of my hand and he looked at it on the ground and he goes, shit watch. Oh wow! He didn't even take my watch. Uh-huh. He could have at least like he could have at least said, "Hey, I'm not going to take your watch." Like he robbed you and hurt your feelings. And then That's not even necessary. And he, yeah. Well, yeah, I made the mistake of uh, uh, talking to somebody at the ATM too. This is on Sunset Boulevard, so that was a long time ago. Oh really? Oh man! But he didn't like my watch, so he could have at least been nicer to me. You know, said, <laughs> "I don't like this watch." You made me go through the oh, trouble said, of robbing you. Yeah, he said it was shit, watch. and it wasn't. It was actually made out of metal. It wasn't made out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a Timex, right? It was a Timex. Yeah. Yeah. So I, Timex make good shit. Yeah. Is, is that the one that keeps ticking? Was that yeah, the it one? takes, it takes it licking, licking and keeps, keeps on ticking. ticking. But no, it didn't take it because it, it broke it. He yeah. stepped on it. it. They don't have that like the, like they did when we were younger. Those commercials where you have like the good, like the good stupid slogan that yeah, you walk that around just sticks in your day. head. Like you set it and forget it. And yeah. Well, set it and forget it was more of an infomercial. infomercial but like, yeah. Yeah, but he likes it. Hey, Mikey, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Like you don't have it. Let go of my ego. Like that, you don't have that anymore. Definitely nothing new. It's kind of sad. Like I like so my kids will sit there and I can throw on. You can YouTube will have you could put on like an hour of eighties commercials. Oh, eighties, yeah. And the kids will sit there and they love them. Yeah, they, they think it's yeah. great. And then it, and it's so. Um, and some of the best ones were um, the cereal commercials for Saturday morning, you know what I mean? Because they just purposely targeted you as a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I like those educational rock ones. But I was oh, starting, yeah. they didn't start putting those out until I was like about 10 or 12. So I stopped kind of watching them. But the conjunction function, what's your fun? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I'm just a bill. I'm only a bill. Yeah. Jim, those came out when you were in your 30s, buddy. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I like to think, well, see, I, technically, um, my mind, I'm actually like a, I'm all, you know, my mind is like a lot younger than I am. So, <laughs> or at least that's what they say. I have the educational ability of a sixth, sixth, sixth grade still. So, 
Um, I was going to just ask you, Tom, uh, you actually spoke with the fixer recently, didn't you? And you I had a did. fixer update. I talked or... to the fixer for a few hours uh, recently. That's oh, right. Okay. I forgot all about that. Yeah, I should have brought that up. Yeah, we talked some baseball and just did did some catching up. And yeah, he's he's doing good. He's, uh, you know, down there in Menifee doing his thing. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get him back up here for a show at Giggles. Yeah. I think we got to go down there and see him. I think it's getting harder for him to travel. It's just, especially with COVID and all that stuff. I remember at one point he was kind of afraid to go anywhere because they were shooting at cars from, from overpasses and oh, things. Oh, guy. He's like, yeah, I don't even want to go to my appointments. Yeah, that's kind of scary that people get like, uh, they get caught up in stuff that doesn't, isn't going to really ever happen to them, you know, too. But, you know, like, like he doesn't want to go to Israel because he's, you know, he's all, yeah, I want to go to Israel one day, but I don't want to go because they're, I go, hey, there's always something going on. Yeah, there's always, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the, uh, yeah. I just spoke with someone the other day that is going over there for a, a trip. And, and it was the same thing as, they said the same thing as, hey, if I don't go now, I mean, who knows, you know. Yeah, you might not get the opportunity again. Yeah. And it's probably not that expensive to fly right now. Um, I think it was like 1700 bucks round trip. Wow. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. Dude, that's great. Yeah. I still want to do my train trip to New York, but it's, you know, that's what I want to do. Have you you've taken train long haul before? Very far? I went to Minot, North Dakota on the train from Seattle to Minot, North Dakota. Oh, that's probably that's a beautiful a ride. Yeah, it, was, it was okay. Was it at night? Uh, part of it was at night and part of it was at day. But the one uh, I want to do now is I want to go up to this, take the the train it, or the bus leaves Santa Barbara at 10 o'clock at night. And then you go up to, and you're in, um, you're in Oakland at like 9 in the morning. And then at 10, you go to, it goes to Salt Lake City or goes to Reno, then Salt Lake City. Wow, I and like so that's, that. That'd that's a, a good time to drive. go through the uh, through the pass. And I wonder, there's if but you'll be in the snow tunnels so, quite a bit. So they finally got those tunnels cleared out because those tunnels were closed out for years. Like oh, years. they put a new track up. Oh, did they? Yeah. How how recently did that open up? Can't uh, be that a couple recent. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The uh, I was watching a thing about it the other day, but they still have the um, the things to protect the trains from avalanches, so you can't really see anything. You're like going through a tunnel, but it's yeah. just a, it's a snow call. They call it snow tunnels. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. This is where there's av- problems with avalanches. Yeah. The I remember one of the times when I was working with Tom McGillan and Christy McHugh at Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. They were. Um, they were they were doing a week in Sacramento and then going to Reno to do Catch a Rising Star afterwards. That's kind of how I got in with Catch a Rising Star. Is he he's like, well, um, if you want to if you want to take us up there, we'll pay for your gas and your hotel room and your food and all that, and you could do guest spots with us. And so I ended up to, you know at that point I was a young comic, you know, trying to get stage time, and I went and did it. and It was great. Oh, so I drove awesome. him over the hill. But yeah, they they were, had train tickets and the train collapsed while they were either in Sacramento or I think it was when they were in Sacramento or when, right before they came up. Pretty oh, that, well. cause that would kind of suck to go, go over and then go over a bus with the, uh, over the Donner pass. Cause I've seen that like thousands of times. Oh, uh, Donner pass. Yeah. I kind of like Donner's pass cause it has creative sign writing. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No, I, no. Oh. Well, Donner pass has, um, they have the signs written for truck drivers. Oh, truck okay. drivers of the 1920s. Oh, okay. When they put the signs up on on 80 for before the 80. When like like the other. old Burma shave. Kind, kind of, of like that, but the, there's these are actual Caltrans signs. They oh, okay. say like a winer up. There's a hill ahead. Oh, okay. Yeah, and something. Oh, and then uh, slow down, uh, hill, 
um, put her in grandma, put, put it in grandma. Okay. Granny gear or something. Granny, <laughs> granny loaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're kind, of, kind, of, kind of fun to drive through there with those. And then. Yeah, do you like the Donner? Donner uh, do you want to have one of them Donner parties one of these days? or what? Yeah, we, we could do a Donner party. It's kind of cr- Have you ever gone over that hill over to Reno? No. Yeah, they have. They actually have like plaques that commemorate the Donner party, all oh, kinds God. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Donner Lake. At yeah. the, re- the rest stop, they have uh, plaques and stuff. We could have a Donner summer. Yeah. Well, they say, yeah, this is where they ate Fred Donner's uh, leg out at this stop. Yeah. And the next one. Yeah, this is where we ate Fred's uh, arm. <laughs> this is what's left of Barry Donner. <laughs> yeah, Donner party. That was one of those things when we were kids that we didn't realize, like, number one, it wasn't that long ago. And number two, it was really close to home. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think about that. Every time I would be driving out there in the middle of the plant, you know, these different, when I'd be on these long trips with, you know, driving the bus. And I, especially in, in that area, like uh, in Nebraska and, and Kansas, and you go, God, imagine going through this in a wagon. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then the Bonneville Salt Flats, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, not, it's just like. Man. And, and then you got to figure that you're, I mean, if you're going across it in the wagon, you're probably going about maybe 12 miles an hour. I mean, yeah. and so it's like you're seeing that same shit at 12 miles an hour and you all had, day long. And you had to hope that the person that gave you the directions on how to get out west wasn't, because there were people that were conning people yeah. and giving them bad directions. Like, example, the guy that gave the Donner Party yeah, their, the their directions. Yeah. yeah, he gave him the shortcut and got him trapped up in the mountains. And then, but they, they, they also had to worry about that as well. So they, you, you pay this money for this person to map out your trip and, they and then yeah. <laughs> lead you into the freaking, it's, it's hard to drive that with a car. I couldn't imagine going yeah. over it by foot, by wagon, yeah. by any other means. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, that's the other thing. This friend of mine that was a, uh, did the, um, Baja 500 and stuff, this off-road racing. Okay. It's a guy in Carpinteria. And, um. The uh, how you would tell if they were because the people there will set up traps to make car wrecks. So they'll like they'll like dig a deep hole and then they'll put like branches and stuff over it. So you can't can't really tell if there's a big giant hole there. Oh god! And then but how you figure that out if you see a whole bunch of people if you're out in your race and then there'll just be like a random group of people like sitting there that you better be careful because there's they probably put a trap there somewhere for you to steal your car. <laughs> no, that just to watch the crash. Oh. <laughs> they do that just to what? That's crazy. Yeah. These big, you know, Baja, you know, the, I don't know. I imagine that's still going on, the off-road yeah, racing. Yeah, off-road racing like that. That's wild. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those videos, like on TikTok or Instagram or something, but some of that off-roading, some of those off-roading racing collisions. Yeah, yeah that's what they, yeah, because they, they put, the, you know, these people will actually, people will go out and actually sabotage a track and stuff as part of the show. They cheer them on. It's <laughs> wild. Like, all right, there we go. <laughs> By the way, we're in the middle of a, a combo episode of oh. Living on the Ledge and Stories on the Bus. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 We're about ready to start Jim's theme song. Yeah. Well, you, I'm glad you offered that since I don't have it loaded onto the machine. Oh, okay. That's okay. But... We can just pretend like it's a song. <laughs> <laughs> Ding dong. Yeah. Stories on the Bus. I want to add it, but I'm afraid that it's going to take us off mic. And oh, it's not. Yeah, it's not going to let me do it. I didn't think it was going. Well, on. everybody listening can just imagine that this, and then maybe imagine that the thing's going on you know, here right now. As my punishment, we'll listen to like a second of me practicing my stand-up comedy. When those dudes were coming at our car. <laughs> All right, there we go. Okay, so these dudes are coming at Tom's car. 
you might be able to guess this what bit good. that was. I wonder if uh, I wonder if Tom's ever ridden in the car with somebody new going through a Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm, I don't know. I'm just uh, I'm practicing this like me reading minds, you know. Oh, there we go. There's the fixer. Yeah, he's waving at us just like Santa. <laughs> yeah, that's the oh, that's the other thing too is the uh, uh, the news stations down there, KNX or you know these other. Um, they're starting to get on the apps and they're starting to talk about how accurate their reporting is of accidents that are two or three hours old over uh, the apps. And, they're, and um, so they're getting their listeners to talk on the radio, on the radio about their uh, the, you know, car wrecks they're seeing. You know, so. But anyhow, they're, but I think the apps are still more, uh, much more efficient at telling you where there's accidents at. Than the, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is, I I know for sure. I I like having like the the ways just to because you there's no way to know something's ahead unless you have no if that you have you. something tells yeah. you on an app or something. Well, the radio tells you, but they but they're not very they aren't very accurate as far as like because you don't know how long ago it happened. You know, because like if you get in like I get in my car this morning, I go out for my I, I like to go out to the beach a couple times a day, so I get out for my first time, and then when I come back, I like. When I'm coming back home, they got this. They're still talking about the same accident, you know, that's on the 710 or whatever. And it hasn't been cleaned up yet. It hasn't been cleaned up. Yeah. Or the, the but the, the waves and stuff like that, they route you around it, you know, uh-huh. and stuff. But one of my favorites was uh, listening on the radio, uh, a station that I was working at <laughs> at the time, <laughs> and I was listening to the traffic. And the traffic was talking about how the, the traffic was impossible in front of my kid's school and how bad it was. And I sent him a video of not a single car <laughs> on that road. I was like, I've never seen this road more empty. And then, um, and then he told me, Oh, the, I guess the principal called, um, the sheriff's department or somebody and said, Hey, we might need extra enforcement first day of school, blah, 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 blah. So he heard on the scanner okay. traffic enforcement. So he's thinking there's going to be a problem, but there was nothing <laughs> like it was just nothing. It was so great. Yeah. That, in, in school zones too, there is, that is a zero tolerance zone there. If they pull you over, they're supposed to give you a ticket. They're not supposed to give any warnings in school zones. Yeah. I wish that there was, I, I wish there was more concentration on that than the actual like people sitting on the highway and things like that. I realize that the highway is where they get their money at, but I just wish somehow highway patrol could become school patrol as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. they have to investigate school bus accidents. So even if like a, if a kid, if a kid like is walking on a school bus and he just like slips and falls, uh, the highway patrol have to actually come out and investigate. Oh, so anything transportation? Yeah. Anything, oh, good. Oh, no, yeah. Anything with school buses. Yeah. The highway patrol have to handle it. Yeah. I, I did hear that too. So, the, and I mean, it's like anything, anything that happens, like if the, if the guy's pulling into the school and he he hits the curb with the tire of his bus, uh-huh. he has to stop stop there and the highway patrol has to come out and investigate it. Oh jeez. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's an easy job to be a school bus driver. No. And then unless if you are, are like crazy or something, that's a good job. But the, I, I let my a long time ago I let my school bus license expire because I used to get stuck doing these charters that didn't tip very well. They never tip these school bus chart you know, these school charters. Well, why would they? they would, yeah, I know. They probably wouldn't oh, Were they that. the ones where they were field trips? Or? Field trips, and then oh. the worst one was a grad night. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that would be kind of a... Yeah, yeah. that's like a bad night for comedy, too. Yeah, yeah it's a bad night. And then the uh, you have to go to... Uh, and then uh, 
go to like uh, I remember the one I the worst one for me was Williams Arizona, like I'd have to go to like basically pick up these kids at Will, William, Williams Arizona at like three in the afternoon. You have to get them to Disneyland by whatever time it oh. has to be, and then you go you're there at Disneyland for eight hours. And then you have to drive them back to Williams, Arizona, or wherever the heck they picked them up at. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it's kind of... Isn't Williams, Arizona home of the Grand Canyon Railway? Yeah, okay. it is. That's another one. I, that was a city I actually wanted to move to at one time, because I liked it there, because I was working out of Flagstaff. I worked out of Flagstaff for like about, oh, six or so, like six months, I think. And then... Um, the uh, and I liked Williams. It's a cool little town. It's a cool little town, and I remember there's a really good steakhouse there too. I, I can't I can't think of the name of it right offhand. And then the and then there was an AMPM that was also the sheriff's station. Yep. And then the uh, and uh, the guy and uh, that was the best place to catch shoplifters. They had always they, that place caught because you know you're bringing the Greyhound passengers in there. They tend to be a little shady sometimes oddly enough that might surprise people little um light on <laughs> and, the lifting yeah and then uh, yeah but they they would always they almost always had a shoplifter that and then we'd have to take him back to <laughs> they would arrest him and they'd keep him in jail there for a couple days and then they would continue their trip on when i used to take greyhound to from sacramento to reno for like comedy gigs because you know you'd go from like say wednesday or thursday until sunday like it was also the time that that the ladies of the night would travel to Reno from Sacramento to go make their money. <laughs> a lot of them live in Sacramento uh-huh. and they just travel to Reno to go make their money and come back. They, like it's for them, it's a lot better because they're not in their own community. So they're yeah. not, you know what I mean? Yeah. I never knew that. Cause I noticed there would be like a lot of like attractive ladies on the bus a lot or like, you know, but the, uh, yeah, see, I never knew that. See, I just assumed they're all like fine upstanding citizens. Oh Yeah. We would watch him exit the Frontier Casino in Vegas because uh, the Frontier Casino, if you would just sit out in the front and you wait till the next morning, you would see them exiting the casino. Yeah, that's you know that's the other thing too. This like crazy uh, internet um, stuff now because I decided I'd look up escorts on the internet, you know, because I'm this like wild dating man now. And then <laughs> and uh, I'll like oh man, I'll find one of these escorts, and then that way I can get somebody to go to the taxidermy show with me. See, this is my big plan. Uh-huh. But all I can find are stuff like escorts for like uh, wide loads for taking trucks. Like you have to, and then they want, they don't want, and then what they want you to do is they want you to get in the truck. They want you to have a truck with flags on it and drive in front or behind uh-huh. of a truck that's got a wide load. So how the heck is that like dating? I just don't understand. And, and and then a police escort is kind of like a conflict of interest, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you can't be in law enforcement and be an escort. Yeah, well, that you can't drive those... a Ford Escort if you're a cop either. Yeah, yeah. that might be a, like a that might be one of their sting operations. Yeah, they're getting the other <laughs> escorts, the ones. Yeah, so. can't eat snail. Oh wait, that's escargo. That's different. Escargo. <laughs> Who said escargo? <laughs> I was like, oh, wait a minute, where is he? What is he saying? <laughs> I was like, we're gonna have to, have to talk after this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, but that, yeah, this is you know I don't know. It's just these car escort, you know. But and then the other thing, I've been kind of worried about the DMV with your wind windshield with your window washing business. Cause I was reading this about this. There's this building in New York at um, 33 Thompson Street, and uh, it's built all of cement. They don't have any windows in it at all. Okay. And it's oh, a, that's crazy. And but and then um, it's uh, 29 stories high. And it's also invisible at night. You can't see it. And it blends in in the daytime. 
Oh, because of the smog or? No, it's uh, basically it's supposedly it's nobody really knows what it's there for. It's oh, the AT&T switching station. Oh, okay. But the uh, there's rumors that it's um, that they're recording all these conversations and stuff in there. And, you know, all the phone calls it's go in and out. But it doesn't have any windows. That kind of pissed me off a little bit. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Um, only thing you could do is kind of just. Um, Did you ever find out? To concrete. So we've been having a, a rash of people who try to, you know, free climb the the building lately. You know, like the like the way they're doing in New York. They've been yeah, trying. we ca- we call them suction cuppers. Yeah, suction yeah. cuppers. So does that? Because we were trying to find out. Does that fall under the the highway patrol's jurisdiction? Does that fall under the Mike's window washing service jurisdiction? Does it fall under? you know, building security? Like, who does that fall under? I'm assuming it has to fall under you. You're the only one that has the equipment to, to take care of it. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, either that or plumbers. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, the plumbers union might get upset if they find out other people are using suction devices. Yeah. For some reason, my Instagram thinks that I like watching videos of people way up high, but they terrify <laughs> me. Those videos, just uh, looking on my phone terrifies me, and it keep they keep coming up. Oh, and they keep it's popping up? It's so crazy. People climbing up, free climbing, people standing up, you know, people doing, like, construction work way up high. It's driving me crazy. I, I was amazed. Speaking of Instagram, I was amazed that I actually got, like, four other people that added me on via Instagram. Nice. Yeah. I, I, they're not from around here. They're all from some Central American <laughs> that's country. Great. But, I mean. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird because I've been getting these uh, uh, people catching rattlesnakes showing up in my feed for some reason. Oh really? I wonder if it's because I'm hanging out at those. It sees I'm at tax, the taxidermy shop every once in a while. Oh probably. yeah, that might be it too. Yeah, because they they find something that's a common interest, you know, and then just go back and tag you on a bunch of stuff. My Roger Craig Hall of Fame video has 1,888 likes. That's pretty solid. That's, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that it just keeps growing. It only had like 1,400 a couple of days ago. It's it, for whatever reason, it's just slowly. I did something to get in Facebook in trouble with Facebook and they, they wouldn't let me post anything or do any, like log into my account for about 24 hours. Was it a bad oh. joke or was it a... Don't have any idea. I got put in Facebook jail for a bad joke. I put... Um, my post was... Because um, at the time it was... It, who who was it? Somebody, somebody was threatened that if you don't pay so, such and such money, you know, I'm going to release your nudes. And all I put was, if you don't pay me however much money it was, I'll release my nudes. No. Yeah. And then Facebook put me in jail okay. for that. Like, it's just a stupid joke. It's not even a creative joke. And they threw me in Facebook jail Facebook over it. Facebook jail for... Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, if, if you're going to do time for a hard time on Facebook, you might as well do it for something good, you know? I mean, yeah, do you remember, uh, this is several years ago, where one of the uh, comedy club owners... Belikoff had that joke about being in jail for his insurance. Not yeah, his yeah, insurance. that was actually a pretty good joke. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for murder. I'm here for not and no insurance. Yeah, I like that. That was what my favorite joke is actually. <laughs> the um, yeah, that was a um, uh, no one. Uh, one of the particular owners of a comedy club got um, somebody made a rumor that he was being held prisoner somewhere or something, and that he needed money to get out. And then, uh, but it was it was just somebody scamming the, his account or something. But are you talking about recently? No, this is like years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, around the harbor area. Oh, is that Randy? Yeah, Randy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't oh, think I ever okay. heard that story. Because yeah. his his account got hacked again on Instagram because he keeps sending me 
hey, I, if you invest $800, I can turn it into 30000 Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I did have that one, too, from him. Uh, so, yeah, so it must have hacked him. Yeah, yeah, Randy wouldn't do that. Randy's not that no. kind of yeah. person. <laughs> he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't ask for that kind of money up front like that. Yeah, so Randy, if you're listening right now, buddy, go change your password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, last time I saw him on there, he was doing some kind of cruise ship thing or something. I wonder, like, I know a few people who are, like, you know, smart people who have been hacked, and I wonder if it's getting easier to, or, like, it's, I wonder how that's happening. Like, that scares me a little bit. I'd hate to lose control of my account. Well, I have mine, but you kind of wonder if somebody's going to set up a new account. But I have mine where if I try to, if somebody logs in, it tells me when somebody logs in. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that happened to, on Facebook to Rick Overton. Someone hacked his account. Oh, yeah, with the yeah. French poodles. Or, yeah. In fact, I yeah. called to see if, I, if yeah, I, was in, I was going to talk to my roommate about getting a French poodle maybe or something. Uh-huh. I didn't think that was him. I didn't think that he was running a, 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 a puppy, puppy farm. Mill. A puppy no. Mill, yeah. no, but no, he does have a new Facebook um page yeah yeah because he kept saying you know just a rehousing fee just a rehousing fee and i'm like yeah rehousing fee is probably like seven grand (laughs) so you called and they what did they say i sent the thing and i said well i'm interested in him because it's it's all the last one i thought it was rick you know and then the and i said well i need to check with my you know with my roommate and see if you know because that's you know and then the and then and then this whole stuff about it being a he got on his saying hey i've been hacked again and so okay but they never responded to you after no, the, no, uh, they uh, sent something back saying, uh, "Yeah, the, the you better hurry up." It was five hundred dollars is what they wanted. Oh, so you just never were going to get a dog? No, they just wanted five hundred bucks. Yeah, but I didn't give them anything. Cause oh, I good. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just, <laughs> that's funny. No, just five hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, you send them the five hundred bucks, and then you don't yeah. get your dog. I kind of wonder how many people they got, though. You know. Yeah, because I think he's doing. I think Rick is doing a couple of shows with um, Mark Price. So oh, is he? Skippy okay. Mark Price, yeah. Yeah, that's a good, yeah. good that's match. A good combo, yeah. That's a good pairing. Yeah, I saw Yeah, it's kind of funny because he's one of those guys, you know, I have him really bad with names, and I forgot, uh, he's one of the people I forgot his name. And then, uh, uh, but he remembered my name, which is, you know, because we were doing a sh- we we were on a couple of shows together. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he somehow remembered me. Uh, Mark Price, or? No, no, um, uh, Rick Overton. Rick Overton, yeah. Yeah, he was classic in Groundhog Day. I loved him in Groundhog Day. And then Seinfeld, he was the Drake. I mean, he was good as a Drake. <laughs> yeah, he was good in everything. He was on The Office. He was Pam's dad. Yeah, that's right. He was Pam's dad. I remember we took him. Uh, we we did the Black Oak Casino up in Sonora. And um, we and Rebecca took him play blackjack. It was his first time playing blackjack. And he had two tens and he hit. Oh, he should have split. The dealer was showing a bus too. Uh huh. And he's, <laughs> I didn't catch it in time. <laughs> he's like, and he he like, hit oh, and he got, and he and he got an ace. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, he didn't get an ace. No, that was the end of the. I don't remember what it was like a four or a seven or something. I was like, oh no. The, the one that, that I love when I play blackjack up at Chumash, and and I'm known for it too, is whenever I have a thirteen, I always hit a thirteen because I I know they have to announce it, and they're like hitting a hard thirteen, you know, and they announce it, and everybody on the table's like. Ooh, yeah, yeah. And I just, I just like, I just like doing it just to add the edge because I know, I mean, the odds of it actually coming out good for me are almost about thirty percent. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But you just do it for people. Say, hey, you're hitting on a thirteen. I go, yeah, it's a hard thirteen. Watch this. Have you ever had anybody at the table get mad because you either took a card that they yeah. wanted or they or you didn't take a card? 
and they wanted you to clear the deck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I had a guy get up and, and got mad because I because I hit on something and he he was mad because I didn't split. Yeah, or yeah. I, I would get that a lot too when I first started playing. And I, I always tell people when I sit down and play, I always give them the excuse. I go, I'm not your conventional blackjack player. I do weird stuff. I split tens, you know. And then boom, you'll see who wants to flee, you know, and they'll leave. And then have you ever like, played blackjack? Never have played blackjack. You oh, would okay. like blackjack. Have you ever played any table games at a casino? No, I've only played the casino the those penny slots. Oh, yeah. You would like a table game because the, the, I could see like it's, it's hard to make cross that threshold of going and sitting at the table at first. Yeah. Like that's the hardest part. But usually, especially if it's like a, I mean, I would go, I mean, I don't know what the tables are now. I'm sure the minimums are probably like 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Now, most yeah, of the that's, time. yeah. That's the last table so I played. It used to be like three bucks, used to be the minimum, but you would go and you'd sit at one and the, the dealer will teach you how to play. Oh, yeah. The dealer actually, wants you to win because they want a tip. Yeah. I was thinking about going to that uh, place by the fairgrounds and like learning how to do that. But, you know, that's a little, that's poker. I don't know if they have, I don't think they have blackjack. They have, yeah, I don't know if the Schumacher like has blackjack. Because I actually went up to the yeah, Schumacher. Schumacher, 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 Schumac
past Donner Summits a little bit. Um, I think I've brought Kat there. I know I've brought Sarah there. Um, but I've had a lot of a lot of my close friends, Shane Murphy, Hunter Hill, like all the Northern California comics have gone through that it's place in, with it me. Windover? Park. Um, no, it's in it's in uh, Winnemucca. Winnem- oh, okay, Winnemucca. Okay. Yeah, Windover's way out there. Windover's another four or five hours out the out, just straight through the desert. Um, but yeah, so um, I think it'd be kind of a cool place. And one of the great things about that particular casino is, um, like at night, it's not super busy, so that's a good time to go sit down and learn a card game with with one of the dealers because you a lot of times you'll be just one on one with the dealer. Because, you know, because it's a little embarrassing to sit there and try to learn with other people there. Unless you're with somebody that's trying to teach you how to do it and all that stuff, too. And um, But that's that would be the way to do it. I know enough to, like, play myself, but I, I obviously don't know enough to teach somebody else. Because <laughs> Rick Overton hit on two tens. <laughs> but I would like to start playing blackjack a little more. That was a fun game. No, it, it is. And I, I, I usually get carried away with myself on it because I usually don't quit while I'm ahead, you know. I usually have someone taking chips off the table for me because we're like, you're not going to put that all back in. Yeah. So they pull those off for me, and so I have something, and then I'd usually say, oh, let's cash it in, and I go put it back on the table anyways, you know. What my Grandpa Moss used to do, and I think it's smart, is he would take the money that he was going to gamble with, he started with it on one side. Yeah. And then as he won, he put it somewhere else. Yeah, I would and do that. I, money, I do that. The separate, money he won, yeah. he didn't touch. Yeah, I, I, I do that. In too, theory. Separate, yeah. Yeah, in theory, but then you're like, you know what? I'm because you almost always break close to even. So yeah, like, eh, I'm just gonna go again. I just go in and put like a thousand dollars on one num- like that roulette wheel and just put a thousand dollars on one number, and then- or, or just on a color, just black. Yeah, it's always funny because there's I've worked with comics who love roulette where they're like, I have to hit the roulette wheel after the show. I yeah, I've never. That's another one I've always wanted to do, but I never. I'm always too chill. And, and we've watched it one time where it was. I think it went like eleven times red, and this other guy I was with is like, "Let's just throw a hundred dollars on there because there's no way in hell it's gonna." And you know what? It did go red again. You know, what I mean, it's wow. like it's like, and you could watch that board, and you're like, if it went eleven times, it's not saying it's not going to do twelve. Yeah, you know, or because it's completely random. No matter yeah. what it did before, yeah. it's still completely random. Yeah. yeah. That's the hard part. That's the hard part about roulette. Yeah. All those games. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a um, at Caesar's Palace. They have like a five hundred dollars slot machine. Five hundred dollars a pull. Okay. See, yeah, I don't have that kind of money. That's yeah. for sure. I, I, I'm trying to think the the most. I think I've probably I've probably done maybe a twenty dollar a pull slot machine, and did like three pulls and lost. You know, I mean, I'm not a big fan of slot machines. I like the Wheel of Fortune one, though, even though I'm a bad speller. But, see, I don't have to spell. It doesn't need, no. need you to spell like the game on TV. But it goes, Wheel of Fortune, like that. So it makes me excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike looked at me Mutual. like I was supposed to say something. Mutual. <laughs> what, yeah, what the hell? Who left this guy? Can we just toss this guy off of the uh, off the window washing? Mutual. <laughs> um, any Super Bowl predictions for this coming weekend? Yeah, Super Bowl predictions. I'll let everybody else go first, and then I'll issue my my belief. Okay, m- mine is actually, I'm going to say Chiefs by seven. All right, what do you say? Um, I think uh, I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I, I think Philadelphia is going to win, but I'm going to be rooting for the Chiefs. 
I believe that if Patrick Mahomes is healthy, which he's not supposedly not super healthy, but I believe if he's at least 75%, I think the Chiefs are going to beat the crap out of the Eagles. The Eagles aren't a very good team. The Eagles had the easiest path to the Super Bowl I've ever seen. Yeah, that was weird. All the yeah, There were some bizarre penalties and stuff, too, by the way, in that other game, the San Francisco game. So. Yeah, well, the fact that the 49ers didn't have a quarterback for three quarters kind of hurt, too. Yeah. Yeah, cause he, he was gone by the first five minutes, wasn't he? Yeah, Purdy was out really early, and then Josh Johnson went out not too long after that. And then they started uh, – they just brought Purdy back in, and he couldn't throw, but they, he was just handing off the ball. So they oh, were just okay. running. The other team knew what was happening. Yeah. And it was and it was deflating. It was deflating for the defense. It was deflating for the line. It was deflating for the guys that have been – you know, holding it together for so long through all these injuries. And it's just, it was, yeah. it was a rough way for that to end. Yeah. You know, and, I, and I'm not saying that the Eagles are going to lose because of sour grapes. I just really think they had the easiest one. When I think logically, I think that they had the easiest path to the Super Bowl. Now, who had the bigger, uh, I'm sorry, the better record for the season? Was it the Eagles or was it um, the Chiefs? Um, that's a good question. I'm thinking Kansas City probably did, okay. but I'd have to look it up. I don't remember for sure. But you know, Kansas City. Well, I guess neither one of them are in super tough divisions. Yeah, it goes to show. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I'm going to go on my barbecue now. I'm going to change my thing. I'm going to use who, which city has the best barbecue? Maybe Kansas City for sure. Yeah. Unless if you like chili cheese, unless you like those stupid cheese steak. Philly steak, cheese steak, yeah. Can you even barbecue in Philadelphia? Isn't it so cold that everything just freezes? Well, that's the only way you can keep warm on the street. You have to have a barbecue out there. Yeah. yeah. Take it in your house. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, Cincinnati and the bratwurst. Like, they really had like places that were bratwurst places and things yeah. like that. I wish I would have spent more time there and got some brats. I was out there with Sarah. And then I remembered that there was a story I was going to tell about Sarah. Oh, uh, Sarah at, Win at Winters in Winnemucca. So, so Sarah, me and Sarah go to Winnemucca. We do do our shows. We go. We check in. Go to the hotel room. You know, our, our we both have separate rooms. Um, do our show, spend the night, and then the next day we have to go to another. We have to go to another town or whatever, right? So, we meet downstairs. At the time we said we're going to meet downstairs, we get downstairs with our bags, and the. Sarah gets downstairs and she's like, okay. Um, she goes, all right, I got to use the bathroom. And I go, you just left your hotel room. Why do you need to use the bathroom? Right? So she goes to use the bathroom. I sit down and put a quarter into one of those um, those quarter slots. Uh-huh. The, not the quarter slots, but the, the oh, quarter poker. poker. Just I put one quarter in and I, I got four jacks. Wow. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so I ended up winning. I remember it was like 100 bucks. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, so Sarah's bladder helped me uh, win a hundred bucks. It was nice. That's good. Yeah, it was about uh, you know not too far off from the amount of money I made for doing the gig. <laughs> they had the that I don't know if they still have the steakhouse, but they had a steakhouse and a steak dinner was part of your pay. Like you got, I mean, they oh, paid okay. you plus you got a steak dinner. I hope it's so. The they, the guy goes, um, "Did you want me to bring any steak sauce to the table?" And this is when I ordered my food, and I go, "Well, if the steak's good, because it was regular steakhouse yeah. prices, so you assume it's a real steakhouse." Uh -huh. And I was like, "Oh, you know, if steak's good, you don't need steak sauce, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's right, that's right." <laughs> that I was. Wish, just... I wish I wouldn't have said that. And I had to ask for steak sauce, like first bite. And I was like, "All right, let's get some steak sauce." Let's get some steak sauce over here. <laughs> you ever wonder what happened to those wild mustangs? 
that are out there. You notice there's not any around any of these casinos. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of weird animals out there, and and I like to make up animals. I like to tell people I saw animals, even though I didn't. Like, even did though they that? weren't there. Yeah, because everybody gets into that little trans when you're going. We, I remember me and uh, Shane Murphy. We we like we would act like we saw animals for whoever else was in the car. And we would just completely sell it. That we were like, holy <laughs> shit, a crocodile in the middle of the desert. Uh, I can't, I can't <laughs> yeah, that's always fun to do. And then like, uh, yeah, just come. And then you, and then the other people start freaking out. Like, where is it? Where is it? That was a baby dolphin. So somebody does need to hit the lotto so we can do like a Giggles bus road trip. Because that would be fun to go do like one of those. One of those, like, going through those kind of rooms. God, that'd be fun. Yeah, I'd like to do a Giggles Magical Mystery Tour. Where we... Yeah, go out to Utah and get figure out what fry sauce is all about. You know, in Utah, they don't do ketchup on French French fries. They do fry sauce. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's a combination we, of mayonnaise and ketchup. We could get, like, an old RV or motorhome, and we could do the, ma- the Magical Mystery Tour, but then the decal would say Magical Mystery Turd because it would be this big old piece <laughs> of shit. Motorhome. I there is a mystery machine that parks somewhere around here. I saw a mystery yeah, machine I saw that. recently. I, I saw it was over at the harbor yesterday. Oh, and t- it was at the harbor, and then it was at the uh, over by the Starbucks by the food Winco. Oh, today okay. actually was there. So that's probably where I'm seeing it at. Is over there. But in that is area. it the mystery machine or is it the ministry machine? No, it's the mystery machine. Okay, and because I've seen the ministry machine, which has done the same Scooby Doo paint color scheme. Oh, really? For a church, and it's called the ministry machine. Really? Yeah. Well, that's in, no that's in Camarillo. That's in Camarillo. Is it? And isn't there the little person that imitates Meryl Streep, the mini Streep machine? Yeah. Also, isn't that the mini Streep machine that drives around and yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah. The couch, the, the sofa, someone drives around. Stupid. Don't you remember the sofa that was driving around town that the guy? Under- yeah, yeah, that was a few. Yeah, that was a few years ago. Uh-huh. And he had it for his disabled kid or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and it had like a table. I mean, a, a nightstand with a table. It was a sofa. And didn't and it he, actually wasn't he going up and down Victoria Boulevard? Right. Yeah, he was on. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on Victoria. And I mean, he went all the way to Montecito, Santa Barbara. That's so amazing. That's so great. I wish I had balls like that. I guess you could. Now there's a bike path that goes all the way from Ventura to Santa Barbara now. I guess Is you there? Could. Yeah. Wow. That's, I'm in. You could do that easily. Is yeah, it uphill to Santa Barbara at all? Yeah, you gotta, yeah but you got to downhill. Yeah, I think the sofa actually had like an automotive chassis and engine and everything in it. It was just, <laughs> I mean, it was actually a real, but it was just a sofa was the framework of it or the body of it, you know. I couldn't even do like the scooter up to Dodger Stadium. I couldn't imagine trying to do any kind of anything up to Santa Barbara. Anything that requires manual help. Yeah. Yeah, but that is a pretty cool bike path. The best bike path, though, is the one that goes to Ojai. There's a bike path that goes. Oh, that, that is a nice little bike path. Yeah. I've, I've ridden that one a couple of times. And it is downhill. If you take the bus, I think it's the bus 14 that goes up there from Ventura to uh, Ojai, you can take the put your bike on that bus. Go up to Ojai and it's downhill all the way to the beach. And I, I think it does go, run, that bike path runs right through um, the middle of downtown Ojai and where the outside theater is, you know. Yeah, there at Libby the, Park. Libby yeah. Park, yeah. Yeah. A plug for the Bangles. I saw the Bangles live at Libby Park. 
Oh, about Cincinnati Bengals. Was this before they, yeah. they played the Bills? Before they played the Bills. It was yeah. all of them. Just yeah. a Manic Monday. Just yeah. another Manic Monday. <laughs> well, you know, that was such the, a great song. You, you didn't hear about them all getting trans, uh, getting um, sex change operations and becoming professional football players? No, didn't hear. <laughs> didn't hear or did I just imagine that one? <laughs> I guess he can't walk like an Egyptian anymore. I think that's one of your unfinished comic strips. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, I got a lot of those. I got a lot of uh, I got a lot of unfinished stuff. But. <laughs> yeah, the, I loved the Bengals. I loved that the tape that had because um, it was Manic Monday and Walk Like an Egyptian on the same album. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was good. That, that was actually a, a really cool concert because I had won so many tickets from um, the Octopus, and I think I had the whole front row of of that concert to myself and friends I invited, and my kids went, and my kids wanted to see Justin Bieber, and I kept saying, oh, this is just like Justin Bieber, but they're older <laughs> and they're women, you know? Same I mean? thing. Same thing. And, and my daughters were like, oh, really? And then they were just so disappointed when they got there, you know? They were just like, this isn't Justin Bieber. Yeah. They didn't get Justin Bieber until Jason Love went and did comedy at their school. Yeah, at their school. That's when they got their, that's when they got their Justin I, Bieber. I still remember that. I mean, they, they came home and they're like, you won't believe who we saw. We saw the funniest comic ever. And then they go, Jason Love. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I know him. Yeah, I, know. I do. I know him. Uh, <laughs> But I think he worked for the newspaper first. I don't think he's really a comic yet. I mean, that was early. <laughs> yeah, it was Love. really early yeah. on. That's right. Yeah. No, that's uh, man, that is crazy. Yeah, I like the Bengals though. I would have liked that concert. I would have enjoyed it. At, yeah, that, at that was age. a great concert. Yeah, I would have wore like a Bengals helmet though. I would have. I would have dressed in Cincinnati Bengals attire. And I, I think the. The bangle who's the lead guitarist, I cannot remember names, but she had lived in Ojai, so that's the reason they did that show. Oh, okay. And then her husband is... Oh, and they were at Libby Bowl, not the Ojai Bowl. No, it was Libby oh, Bowl. Oh, nice. So it's such a small venue. Yeah. And then her husband is one of the cow sills and was the drummer who also was this drummer um, for... Do you remember um, 8675309? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was that guy. So, yeah. I mean, he has to remember all those numbers. Good for yeah. him. Yeah. Could you imagine how hard that was? To, and then, like, it's just a bunch of random numbers, too. It's not, like, an easy one to remember. I, I used to love that one because that one, if you put 805 in front of it and use it as your Vons club um, card number, it has all kinds of bucks on it. I mean, and you, you get all kind of bonuses when you're in the shopping line. And I used to just tell people, and then, and then they would always say, Oh, thank you, Mr. Jenny, because it comes up as Mr. Jenny, 8675309805, area code, you know what I mean? 20 cents off per yeah. gallon. Yeah, yeah, I wonder, man, I, I got to try that next time I'm at the yeah. gas station. Yeah, you know, it is it's great. It, I mean, you'll get the bonus for your um, fuel, and you will get um, discounts on your groceries. Right. <laughs> I love it. Wow. And I love it when they say, thank you, Mr. Jenny, you know I mean? Because it comes up as Jenny, you know, because Jenny was a song, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's actually uh, also in, in Santa Barbara, it's it's Lacalina. A junior high school oh, it has just, that phone number oh has that phone yeah. number yeah wow that's crazy like, no no lacumber junior high lacumber junior high, high yeah. yeah i've never heard of lacumber yeah they're the fighting tigers aren't they yeah they're the well they, and then they changed their name to the to the desperate jennies 
Well, we should probably start looking at wrapping this thing up. So if okay. we have things to plug, if we have things that we've oh, got to yeah. get off our chest. Yeah, go ahead and plug that comedy show on the 24th, 24th. of February. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start our new segment. What did we learn this week? No, I'm kidding. Oh. Yeah, the 24th, we do have Giggles Live at the... Santa Paula? Santa, yeah, oh, Giggles Live at the... Oh, Hangar Bar and Grill. Hangar Bar and Grill. Flight 126 Cafe right there at the yeah. Santa Paula Airport. I remembered. You didn't remember. Uh, yeah, I had to think twice. The funny and talented Mark Yaffe takes the stage as a headliner. First time headlining a Giggle show, and it's going to be a blast. Can't wait to have him. He's done a lot of uh, Showtime specials, stuff like that. So it's going to be fun. Um, and then we have our big sports expo coming up in March. It's yeah. right around the corner. Oh, my God. March, yeah, it's scary. pretty exciting. March, the, March the, 19th. Yeah, that's yeah, going to be a pretty exciting show. I'm going to start working on that as soon as I hit send on the freaking uh, audio file here. <laughs> <laughs> so is that it? Is that where you're at? Yeah, I think that's where we're at. Okay, hey, thank uh, you for listening. We, uh, oh, head down towards head, the, head down to the ground floor. Again, Jim, thank you for yeah, you, thank you, you and your jugs. Like I know, I, I like sharing my jugs. One of the <laughs> one of the great additions to the giggles. Um the giggles what, what do we call it well i think we have a program with convicts called thugs and jugs thugs yeah. and, oh i like thugs and jugs <laughs> that's a good idea w- i like that there's got to be a way to monetize that yeah and make more money on make that. more money on there's that. gotta be you're listening to the giggles live radio network Living on the Ledge. In association with Stories in the Bus with Jim Eaton. Living on the Ledge. Kathy Bates with a sledge. Kneecaps formed in a wedge. You've been listening to Living on the Ledge and the Stories on the Bus hybrid on the Giggles Live Radio Network. You are listening to the Giggles Live Radio Network.